This is a Centre for Stories podcast. I'm Claudia from the team here at the Centre for Stories. Saga Sisterhood was a transformative performance project for women from communities who identify as South Asian and come from non-performer backgrounds. When Sankari Sivaramalingam moved away from home in her 20s, she quickly found her confidence through self-expression. A spontaneous haircut led to another, and then another, and another more. It didn't take long before she realised the implications of her actions and had to deal with the consequences. So, my name is Sankari, and my story is called Here Today, Gone Tomorrow. Being from India, um, being from South India, my parents were very, very conservative, and um, even though we lived in the Seychelles for for the longest time, I pretty much grew up there, um, it, was, it was in a very conservative household, so... I'd had my head shaved as a baby, as one does. If you're from South India, it happens. Um, So I'd I'd had it done three times. The last was when I was nine um, and, sorry, seven. And after that, my hair was just left to grow. And my hair was just long, cockscrewy, curly, confused hair. But it was long and it was really thick. And by the time I was in my 20s, it was past my um, waistline so it's heading down to my bottom and it was gorgeous and shiny and everything that that you see in the movies and my mum loved it and my dad thought you know here's what I've made a girl with gorgeous long black hair and I loved my hair but I also hated it because there was just so much drama around my hair at home as you can imagine. So it's, yeah, so I was one of those very conservative people who at home I would wear my hair in long plates and everything else. And then when I went out, I would have it open and half up and half down and trying to look really cool and funky, all of those kinds of things. So when I was in my 20s, I went to India for a little while away from my parents and I stayed with my aunt while I did some uh, computer science courses because Indian. That's what one does. And and I came across this beautiful new hairdressing salon down the road from my aunt's house. And I thought, brilliant. It's dry and, um, and sorry, it's, it's hot and humid here. I need a haircut. I need a little trim, you know, split ends, whatever. So I walked in and I was treated like an absolute queen. And I loved it. And it took off about an inch or so. And I felt liberated. And I was like, just, you know, walk back home to my aunt's place, my hair just swinging in the breeze, feeling so fly. And a couple of days later, I thought, oh, it would be, wouldn't it be lovely to have it trimmed a little bit further? Because I've seen these U-cuts, so the, it's a haircut where instead of having it like straight across, you have it in a shape of a U. So when you look at it from the back, it just looks so elegant and just sort of, it looks like you've made an effort and your mum didn't cut your hair. So I was like, I'm having one of those. So I went off and I had the haircut and again, felt amazing for it. And my auntie just didn't care. If it had been my mum, there would have been words at this point. Um, But because it was my aunt, she just went, yeah, whatever, not my daughter. And so a couple of days later, I felt the itch to do it again. So I went in, had a little more of a trim, and by the end of about a week and a bit, it was pretty short, like shoulder length short. 
it had transitioned from nearly uh, past my waist to at my shoulders. And then I thought, this is really nice. I'm combing my hair out. And I had this one extra lock that kind of must have curled up the other way and they had missed it. So it was a bit longer than the rest. And I thought, oh, I can fix that. Grab, you know, the, the sewing scissors that my auntie had, yanked really hard at the hair, at this lock of hair and snipped and left a rather large hole on the side of my head. So I had to go to the hairdressers and they were so complimentary because by now I was their most prized valued client and they were like, oh, you know, short hair would suit you so well. You just should do like a ta- like a boy cut, which is the name that all short haircuts had in India at that time. Short boy cut and your curly hair would look so amazing. And of course, I was sold on anyone who said I was amazing. So I said, yeah, sure, go for it. And I did. And I came home, my aunt looked at me and promptly disappeared. And my mum was set to come to India a few days later. And I was set to meet her at the airport. We were going to do a bit of shopping, hang out, girls together. And then we were going to go back to Seychelles, where my dad was and where I was supposed to start looking for a job. My mum turned up at the airport. I must have had an inkling that this was not going to end well, having seen my aunt's reaction, because I found the biggest bouquet of flowers that I had ever seen, bought it, took it to the airport, pretended and tried to hide behind this bouquet and went, hi mom, this is for you. And she, of course, did not even see the flowers because she saw my hair and her face just dropped. There was this look of panic and confusion and anger and frustration and you name it, it was on her face. And she went, what have you done? Your father will kill you. Oh my God. At which point I didn't feel quite so fly about my haircut. So I went home and there was no more conversation about this. I was like, okay, maybe we've weathered the the worst of this. Now, I should have known better. But I thought, so optimistically, that's that. You know, I've had my little telling off. It's all good. The next day, she she gets me into a car and we go shopping. Well, that's what I thought we were going to. We end up in a, like one of those shopping centers. Mm Uh, but it was set aside, set away from the standard shopping area. And I was like, I have no idea where this is. I've never been to this area. And so we enter this tiny little shop. It turns out somehow my mum had found one of the best wig makers in all of Chennai. And she had taken me there for a new wig. And I ended up wearing this wig Uh, it came in a few days later and I ended up getting on a plane with my own hair and my wig in a bag and got off the plane with this wig on my head we met we were met at the airport by my dad who looked at me and went different but okay and nothing was said And so for the next three months, at home and when I went out, I wore a wig. And my dad kept staring at my hair occasionally 
and he wouldn't say anything. My mum kept staring at me, daring me to take it off and feel her wrath. And I didn't dare do a thing. So I went to a job interview with my wig. I got a job with my wig. I wore a wig to my new job for six weeks. And then they went to India again for, for something that happened. And when they came back, I decided that I wouldn't wear the wig anymore. So I had to invent this amazing story about the fact that my hair had been falling out over the last few months. Dad, had you noticed? I had to cut my hair so that it would grow out long and strong. I'm so sorry. Yada, yada. Apologies accepted. Everything was fine. And a few weeks before my wedding, a few years ago, I was talking to my dad and I, this was like the ultimate confession moment. And I told him, I said, I'm so sorry. We had to trick you for three months about my having cut my hair. And he just looked at me and went, did you think I didn't notice? I was waiting for you and your mother to tell me about this sham that you guys were running and you never did. And so I had a conversation about him, about hair and what it meant for him, for me, for women, for Indian women. And it's amazing how much we pack, how much of our identity we see in our hair, in the way we look, in the way we present ourselves, and how really it's not that big a deal. And one, once you get over the shock, it's just hair. That's all it is. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this story, please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like to listen to more stories, check out our upcoming events, subscribe to our mailing list or find out more about what we do, head to centerforstories.com.